The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It is the Malcolm Go podcast on September the 26th, 2019. Tony and Tyler are here. What's going on, Ty? Feels good. What are we, uh, about 104 points to six or something like something that? Like something like that. Uh, this is the first, you're, the world's first anti-Gunner Olszewski podcast. Uh, I wanted to throw my fucking phone through the TV when I saw that. Fucking, he ruined everything. If, if the defense is not going at his legs... All throughout practice this week, I don't know what to tell you. Like this, he sh- people should be going at his uh, his knees the whole time. I, it's unacceptable. First of all, not only that, but they blew the spread because dumb Stidham came in, decided he's going to throw a pick six, which sailed. It, it, he would throw. It would have been over the Empire State Building. Did he, if yeah, if I whoever mean, the, I don't even know who the intended receiver was, but if it was the Empire State Building, it would have been too high. I don't know if Brady gets hard often during games, but I, you saw a slight boner when Stidham threw that pick six. Yeah, this is why I don't want these fucking jacked. losers in the game. That's why he never yeah. wants to come in. They don't deserve to be in the game, and they shouldn't be in the game. Yeah, the best part of the thing I thought was uh, Antonio Brown looked really good. But I'm I'm being told by my uh, I'm being told by my producer uh, that Antonio Brown did not make it two weeks on the team, uh, which is perfect because. We have a um, with us. We have our our, our Southern Law consultant, but uh, we're gonna have to play him in here. He's a Malcolm Go. He's a Malcolm Go lawyer to the stars. He he negotiates all our deals with Kowloon, with Kane's Donuts, with the Hilltop. And by when we say he negotiates all our deals, he got me out of my last two DUIs. So, that's <laughs> but he got got you off when you were when you were selling yayo back in college. Who got you off? Yeah, I got to got to give the nod to my southern law. Well, let's see. He's down he's down south. So you got to give him a little taste 
of his own music. All right, to bring bring him in. Oh well, maybe I, it, would, it. it would help if I turn the volume up. Let's start that over, producer. You're fired. Oh, all right. Let's cut cut this part out. <laughs> we'll just cut it out. Just guys, just cut it out. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So raw's enough that both are faded love, and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Ah, uh, Kenneth Paul, where you at? What's going on? I'm at the, the Malcolm Ghost Satellite Office here in Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock, Arkansas. Can y'all hear him? Can y'all hear him? He's that's our southern lawyer. So what? What get? What? What do you? We wanted to bring you in to talk a little Antonio Brown. I tell you what bugs me is that Tony spent forty five minutes in the South, and now he has a southern lawyer like nothing. For, well, now well, you know what we should discuss my trip this weekend. Before we get into anything, Charleston's a fine town. That's where my our good friend KP's from down K- there, Charleston. KP, you're from Charleston. I'm from right. I'm from like an hour. Hour east of it, no west. Hour east, you'd be in the middle of the ocean. Hour west of it, you'd be downtown Columbia. All right, it's too much. That's too much. Just say you're from like when everyone for it, states down there just too big. It, it makes no sense. Uh, yes, you're from Charleston. He's an hour away from Charleston. In terms of like scale, that's like us being uh, like from Lynn. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like living in Dorchester. Yeah, yeah. it's part of Boston still. <laughs> we can't go buy a fucking train ticket. That's not a thing. You got to drive. You got to put in man hours. Well, you got one of those little pickup trucks with all the people in the back. You gotta put, you gotta, you gotta put rubber <laughs> on the pavement. That's how it works. I had a guy at my work today tell me he was from Chicago. Turns Shot out, City. Turns out he's two hours outside Peora, Illinois. <laughs> I, that's, like, that's not even close. Nobody, You're not even from Peora. Yeah. You're two hours outside that. Like, why <laughs> do you just tell me if you're from Chicago? People just have a willy-nilly sense of well, the there's city. Well, like, there's like six cities anybody knows, so they're just like, that's one of them. I'm like, you know, if I told KP, like, I know states. KP should really say he's from Atlanta. Like, that's really where we should be. <laughs> like, he shouldn't be. I'm from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's not. I'm not. I'm from South Carolina. It's like nobody knows. No. That's. I'm from deep outside Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you could. There's KKK billboards. There's all types of things going on down there. So we should talk about it. anyway. Um, Charleston's a fine town. I heard it's the best town in the South. Oh, expensive the as world. hell. The South is the world, Tyler. That's a hot take. Can you best please get close? Nobody world? can hear you. No, you got to get close. The world. It's the best city in the entire world, and it's not even close. It is a great city. Uh, I was a big, big cocktail guy down there. I've become a cocktail guy. I, I was always a, a, a scotch whiskey guy. Now I'm like a bourbon. I'm a rye guy. Uh, I'm all over the place. People were making me Sazeracs, all types of things. I was, I was lining up. There was this place called Bourbon and Bubbles. They just they, that's all they did was make whiskey drinks. I don't want to know the bath you and fucking <laughs> wow. Why am I buying on Ann's name right now? No, <laughs> no, I was all over the place. I mean, I was, I thought, first of all, number one, night one, I show up to a place called Hall's Chop House. KP, how big is this? How, oh my god, that's it, top. That, that, that is the roots, Chris, of the south. Of yeah, the south. but it's a one off, there's no rules, Chris. It's it's the that's the only one. Or whatever, that's like the big one. Sorry, but real quick, can we talk about KP's thighs? I mean, damn it, we got a video stream here. Guy's got nice thighs. He's got uh, pencil he's got legs. Thighs, he's got beautiful. He's got a Tom Brady bobblehead. It looks like in the it's back. It's a Donald Trump bobblehead. Of course oh, it is. Oh Jesus! Our, well, our Brady wore the same hat at one point. 
I would vote Donald Trump for king tomorrow, but that's a different. That's for a different podcast. All right, real, real quick on that. Turns out if he gets impeached, he can run two more times. We get three Ooh, turns of Donald is Trump. Is that real? <laughs> Just oh, he'd probably I'm win too. That's how crazy people are. Little Malcolm go fun. But anyways, Ruth oh, Chris oh, of the oh, South. I'm all in. So anyway, y'all, y'all have seen Southern Charm and stuff alike of that ilk. Charleston's an old South town, right? So everyone dresses. Um, and if, NFL fans. Panthers? Are they across the board? Or uh, the, is it to- the, the Tostitos bags tell me yes, they're Panthers fans. But they're mainly what? Like uh, they love the Panthers and the Falcons, big Falcons. But Falcons. what are they? Clemson and South Carolina mix or what? It's down yeah, a little bit of both. Nobody likes South Carolina actually. They stink. Yeah, but, but they do play jump around going into the between the third and the fourth quarter. That's fun. Yeah, I don't know what just true. happened. That's Wisconsin, but I, I appreciate the effort. No, what do they play there? What do they play at South Carolina? He's he's such a southerner. That's all he knows is college football. He's so pissed that he's he like, just makes up the song. I know, I know the I know the entry song to every university. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, University of Rhode Island comes out to run DMC, and you know it. Listen, fact boy, get their third and fourth quarter <laughs> song right. It just fucking means more. It does it's mean more. You the SEC, it just means more. I want to go. If you one one game in the SEC, you have to see what is it. Oh my God! You put me on the spot. I'm at the Iron Bowl. If you're gonna go to one, you gotta go to Auburn, Alabama. Have but, you been? No, but I just know that. I'm oh, fair enough. I would say the Iron Bowl. What's the best well. college football game you've been to? Oh, Arkansas LSU in Little Rock, Arkansas. Shit gets piping. That oh, sounds like it's just that's homerism at its finest. No, but like, is that like a battle right there? Like, is that like? Yes, a... that's a big rivalry. They they have the the heaviest trophy in sports. It's called the. The battle for the golden boot. One of the dumbest things ever, guys. We've got the heaviest trophy. It's not the most, the mo- the one everybody wants. It's not the goddamn Stanley Cup. No. It's the heaviest trophy in sports. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's what they got. That's what they're calling yeah. it. It's like, this is not the one everybody wants, or or even they need. It's, we just made it up, but it's goddamn. It's the heaviest. Clearly, it's made out of fucking. Uh, the cast is, iron. The boot is the size of my dick. Just yeah. the the pledge it's on underneath is fucking four thousand pounds. <laughs> it's fucking huge. Look it up. It's a unit. It's a big. Subject. I like the idea of just random colleges having trophies for no stupid reason. Syracuse used to do that with West Virginia, and everybody like it's the battle for this fucking trophy. That uh, I forget what it was. It was like the Schwarzwalder Trophy or something like that. I'll tell you. And it was a, it meant nothing to me. I was like. Wow, people were talking about like we're gonna win the trophy this year. I was like, I don't care about that trophy at all. That, that that shouldn't be a thing. I'll tell you the best trophy in the game is Saugus Peabody has a trophy. Thanksgiving Day, <laughs> you have to win three times in a row to get the trophy back. That's in order to lose the trophy, you have to lose it. So it was the last year we lost eighteen straight years to Peabody. I did true story, I did not know there was a trophy because all <laughs> we did was lose forever. Yeah, why would anyone know there's a trophy? You had to win three straight times. <laughs> we didn't come close to winning once in twenty. I don't years. know that that's true. How can that be true? Because here's what happened. Who makes that rule up? The last that's year a we played fucking rule. We played well, it used to fucking probably switch back and forth. But yeah. the last year, Peabody was like, fuck this. We beat you guys 20 times in a row. You guys are- at least win three. Yeah, because they probably had a case. Yeah. Like they had it like it was probably <laughs> center of the school. Yeah. It was, it was embarrassed. They're like, well, listen, we're embarrassed to play you at this point. We don't want to play you anymore. Yeah. So the, a little caveat in the last game of the series, and it was like a 60 year run. They're like, all right, whoever wins. It really the was last- like 1912 to like 2007. They were just like, guys, this is getting out of hand. I think it was like 96 was the last yeah. time Saugus won. And so 2007 it was the last year they were playing. They're like, all right, if whoever wins this year keeps the trophy. 
We beat them in arguably the biggest upset of all time. I, I was at it, and I couldn't believe it because it was Dominic's senior year, and it was all junior, your— Junior, whatever. Whatever, junior year. So all his boys were playing. So we went, and I was like— Mainly this, me. I was whatever. like, this can't, this can't be happening. I was, I was over the moon. I was, it was like the Patriots had won the Super Bowl for the first time again. Well, we beat PVD, and yeah. then they gave us the trophy. We stole the trophy out of their fucking yeah. And they were like, well— we weren't really serious about that. Whoever wins gets to keep the trophy. Well, you had to beat us three more times. So it's our goddamn yeah. trophy, boy. They took the trophy and they retired it, and then they started a new one when they played again. So I'd say they that's retired a little the than, trophy. I think that's a little bigger than Arkansas LSU, but whatever. Yeah, so August PVD is kind of a big deal. I'm not gonna argue that. I'm not gonna argue <laughs> you shouldn't that. argue it. Last the the last home game at Stackpole Field this coming Thanksgiving. Can you believe it? Oh, I hope they burn it down. They should pay the Saga Sachem should take it, bury the goddamn trophy at midfield. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, win it and bury the trophy at midfield, and then because the, now it's going they're gonna have a football field at the high school. This is so local that literally nobody that lives like even five streets away from me cares you know about this crazy podcast. Too is that even if you're from Massachusetts, yeah. Saugus is so bad at football the, the, that the, even if you're a Patriots fan, you're like. Why the fuck? <laughs> no one gives a fuck about the worst town in the entire state at football. It really is the worst. It's they haven't had a winning season since like '72. It's not. It's not even it's a pathetic. joke. Like teams, like I mean, just think of like NFL. Anybody teams, like you'll like get lucky and have like I don't know. You'll be like nine and three one year. The Sox has never done that. No. They've just been like fuck. It. They were like let's just get high and like we'll show up. And maybe girls will like us because we wear uniforms. And we'll learn the fucking wing tee and lose by 40 each game. And even when you you think a girl will like you when you have a uniform, when you go to college, you realize they don't. Know. They don't care at all. Well, and, and in my in my day, it was if you if you played football, you were just like, why why wouldn't you play hockey? Like what? that was like they were like you're playing football, but you could train for hockey because they're good. Well, the good news is Saugus has your presenting sponsor of Kowloon. It is. That's big. Yeah, Kowloon is a sponsor, and I'm glad that you were able to land them for us. Um, so, again, back down to Charleston. So we thought, like you see on TV, it's a, it's a high-society town, so you got to wear, your, you know, your Sunday best, right? So oh. we go to this place, Halls, right? And it's, the num- it's, it's like ranked like the number three or four steakhouse in the country. It's the so, like n- number one restaurant in Charleston. Is it Fat KP? It's not, yeah, it's not. I mean, it, it's the best shit I ever put in my mouth. It's, a, it's no joke. Right, they get all their meat from like this this famous Chicago meat house, whatever. So we get a table, nine p.m. first available table. I I grabbed it. So four of us go out there. Both of my our wives' birthday. We're dressed to the nines. I'm fucking in full up blue blazer, a flowery fucking uh, pocket square. Uh, I'm wearing. Uh, whatever, Nantucket red pants, boat <laughs> shoes. I was like, look, you you couldn't tell I wasn't from Charleston. But like, we show up. There's guys in like fucking Metallica t-shirts. Like, it was, oh, they didn't give a fuck. Nah, nobody gave a fuck. My my other friends were all dressed up. Both of the girls are really dressed up, nice. And literally, like, we walk in. There's a fucking uh, ride the lightning t-shirt guy, like as the yeah. host. And I was like, all right. All right, so that's that's one thing. Wait a minute. <laughs> so anyway, we start getting drinks, and then our table's called. So we go up there. We start eating. Fuck it. I'm telling you, everything we got, they have like the thick bacon for uh, oh, an appetizer. Delicious? It's like, yeah, it's delicious. It's like fucking two inches thick. Uh, you can only eat like one or two bites. It was ridiculously thick. And then, uh, you know, they start giving you all the southern shit, like uh, grit, like some, some type of grit, some type of corn is like what they're famous for. Um, and it's all delicious. And I had never drank wine 
before, like at a, a restaurant. I'm not a wine guy. I'm a cocktail wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. What? You never at a restaurant? No. You never drink a glass of wine at a restaurant? No, I'm not a wine guy. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a cocktail guy. Yeah, everyone's a cocktail guy. Yeah. So you never drink a glass of wine at a restaurant? Certainly not at a place like that. How old are you? I'm, I'm 33. 12? The no. Contis are the dumbest people I've ever met in my <laughs> fucking life. What do you never drink a glass of wine? You go with your dad four million times for dinner and never once was like, hey, let's get a bottle of wine. You just had a glass of wine? No, get you you bring you can drink your glass of wine. You bring Tony a sapphire and tonic, okay? That's what you do. Ugh, I fucking no. hate. So anyway, I, dude, my, my, buddy's, my buddy was like, we're going to have some wine. I was like, you know what? Let's go fucking let's get some wine. He's like, let's stay in the hundred dollar range. So he went over Ooh. to the. So we go to the uh, the wine oh, guy, and they're like, yeah, uh, yeah, that we don't have that. Like we was like we like the lowest we can get is one seventy five. But I mean, it's decent. And I was like, first of all, it's best wine I ever had. And Wait, <laughs> oh yeah, you never had a glass of wine at dinner, and the first <laughs> glass of wine you went for was a hundred and seventy five dollars. Look, we were fucking ball. I we dressed the part, so we had to look the part. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we, we didn't you want guys to go got suckered. They had yeah. a fifty dollar bottle uh, right next somewhere. to the hundred and seventy five dollar bottle, but they're like, yeah. "This idiot in red pants is gonna fucking buy this yeah. shit." Watch this, this is douchebag. He's from out of yeah. town. You hear his accent? Yeah, and they play dumb. Like, oh, we're from the south. You know, we only know a hundred and seventy five dollar bottle. You think you know that it's gonna afford that? And you're like, "Hell yeah, we can show you up." This is here. This here is in Confederate money. I don't know if you. Uh, uh, oh, you got suckered so, right. They played you real hard. So the steak goes wild. Crazy, the best steak I've ever had. They give you like this truffle butter, you throw it on there, you fucking oh my God. eat it up. Um, you know, I didn't think I was gonna love it, but I loved it. The sides were ridiculous, like the the the, the corn and the grits. I don't know. I wanted to eat them the whole time. That's all I wanted. And then, um, so it's my wife's birthday. At the end, all oh, fucking banged up because I had like three three G and Ts before we sat down, and then the wine came over. That's all I had to drink was the wine. So then they start bringing it over. Both my the people I'm with, my wife already they're all we're all banged up, ready to go home. So the guy goes, "You guys want to see dessert menu?" We're like, "Nah, we're good." So they come over, uh, four glasses of champagne, like Dom Perignon champagne. And this is this is the issue with I think overdressing because we look like like literally looked like we could pay for all this shit. So they were like, "Ah <laughs> oh, man, we'll just give them four glasses of Dom Perignon." So we drink it, obviously. And then the guy's like, for the gentleman, what's your favorite whiskeys? I was like, well, I'm a Lagavulin guy. Like, this is a great... I was like, this restaurant is... What the hot Southern hospitality. You never knew. And then they give... So they gave us some... some uh, a single a single uh, whiskey, neat. Like, I like it. And then they bring over the two best desserts you've ever seen. I don't know. It was like a cinnamon cake and a fucking bananas foster, which I never knew I loved, but it's now my favorite thing. <laughs> I never knew I loved I was like, I, no, I, was, I was like, what is this? He's like, that's bananas foster on top of a, a peach cobbler. I was like, this is, I, I like all of this. I said the same thing will get my ass licked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there with I you, I never friend. knew I loved it. Until <laughs> it happened. Until <laughs> it happens. Bananas fosters, ass licking, right there in the same, same lane. So anyway, I'm like, this place is great. I can't wait to tell everybody about it. Check comes. Seven hundred dollars. What? <laughs> wait, they made you pay for the dom? So all of it was on the fucking Why thing. Why did they give it to you? That's my question. But the did way you... I was dressed, I couldn't be like, uh, fella. No, like this is you this can. is this was not discussed before prior. <laughs> you see I, how these buttons don't match up? Yeah. That's Marshalls. I said, look, man, this is Joseph Abood, man. This is not. This is. I got this. It was like sixty dollars at Men's Warehouse. It's wait. not. No, fuck it. They charge you for four. You didn't they charge ask? me for the champagne, the cakes, and the whiskey. Wait, I get the whiskey because the whiskey's kind of like, oh, what's your favorite whiskey? And you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, all right. I thought we were bonding. 
They're bringing it to you. The the cakes is like. Was that the same type of pitch? Why did they- no? Those just came. They did. They didn't ask anything. Didn't say anything about the champagne or the cakes. What did What did you do? What like before when you make the reservations? You're like, is there a special occasion? So I'm like, yeah, it's both of our wives' birthday. So like they didn't they make a big deal about score? it. What'd you say? They check your credit score before you went in there. <laughs> <laughs> they should have, because it's wildly out outdated Wait, now. So. So then the the check comes. I'm just like, well, gonna have to eat this one. Like I can't. You didn't bring it up. No, I, I ate it. No, 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 no. Never, we both never, ate never, it. Never, never. No, you're an idiot. No, I'm not doing it. I was I was dressed too well to ever <laughs> fucking make a a fucking thing about it. Both of it. Like even my friend, I would have been embarrassed to do it. And he was hammered. He was already in a blackout. Oh geez, I would have been quickly like, whoa, we didn't know we were gonna pay. Like, listen, we get it. The whiskey, the cakes. Like, yeah, we kind of knew it was right. But no one said anything about champagne. And then, yeah. you know, they knock off two. And then yeah. that gets you down to $400 because each glass is like 125 No, nah, they weren't that. They were like $45 a glass or something. Oh, that's, you know, that's yeah. cheap change. The whiskey was yeah, actually, the whiskey is usually the most expensive thing you get at a, a restaurant. And it was the cheapest thing they had. It was like, you know, I, I, I usually a Lagavulin neat is like 40 bucks. There was 21 Yeah. So that was good. The cake was worth it, though, I'll be honest. You haven't even touched on the the greatest picture that's ever been taken, where you look like the white Rick Ross. I do. I, <laughs> everything about me was Rick Ross. I had my shirt unbuttoned all the way to my belly button, my gold chain hanging, and oh, I just had the big giant cigar in my mouth. We got cigars after we were celebrating our seven hundred dollar dinner, and we had a yeah. we had a rooftop patio. At that point, it's like it's over. You might as well make it. Oh, I was I was all in at that yeah. point. I was like, fuck it, we might as well eat this whole weekend. So, did you tip or was the tip included? No, I tracked. No, and I had to tip after. You tipped on seven hundred dollars. Would you tip? I don't know. What's twenty percent of that? Eight forty. You left <laughs> something like that. That was quick math. If that's correct. You know what we say I'm a waitress. Out? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. You can't hide money. I don't have it though. I was, I was, I was flaunting the fact that I had it when I did not at all. And I was just looking at. I remember I came came back on Monday and was just looking at the uh, thing on my um. On my Amex like uh, s- statement, just looking at it online, like I wonder if there's a way I could just pretend I wasn't in Charleston and make <laughs> make them take that away. All right, between you and the boys, and maybe the two listeners we have, I lost my wallet last week. Right, and all, I, all the listeners remember that. I did I bring it up. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, but the the girl, the the homeless man, the big foot or whatever. Yeah, big yeah. hands, <laughs> big big uh, dead arm. Yeah, dead arm, big foot, the whole deal. I might have told Bank of America that all my charges on Sunday and Monday weren't mine. <laughs> Got a nice $184 knocked off my fucking credit card bill. Oof, I'd like to see that. Oh, that was glorious. $184. Because I took my Oof. girlfriend out to dinner the night before. You yeah. didn't talk to your legal counsel about that beforehand. Oh, is that not, should I not bring that up now? Well, no, now you said it in I, front of the I, lawyer. I love that decision. Oh, I've done this a, t- I've done this a few times. I've, I did it when I was 22. We'd go out to the bar, and you spend way too much money. Yeah. You just I oh lost my lost my Whoa. discover discover that's <laughs> you no know, I don't I would never go out don't they on do in, don't they, they don't do inquiries into that and they go like, oh, look at this dumb idiot on fucking screen no because yeah. when I sign I I always sign my name different like with a line never it's a signature oh, ever was that that's probably good right this is this is like this is what this is what this is borderline this is borderline fraud. fraud I think it's not borderline. It is. <laughs> <laughs> 
there might be a little fraud, but no, but like if you were going to recommend to one of your clients, would you ever want to give a single uh, singular signature? I think that's always bad. I think you always make a signature where you can never tell it's you. I also, Why wouldn't somebody pretend to do your name? I would just, I would tell one of my clients to commit fraud. I think that'd be, I think that's wrong. Unethi- is that unethical? I don't think so. Yeah, but you wouldn't you wouldn't tell them to not not commit fraud. Yeah, I mean, it would be like a handshake deal. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, like and do you think Rosenhaus didn't tell A B at the end? Like, come on, just let's stretch this a little. Like, we're already to the point where like this probably isn't going to work out. Let's make it not work out. I was on the plane when I heard. I was like, so I'm we're flying down Charleston, and I'm on the plane, and I'm like. Yeah, I just feel it. I felt it in my bones because before I left, like that that story came out that he texted the girl, and me and you, KP, were texting. We were like, "What's this mean?" And then you're like, "I don't know." He texted just like the kids, like a, a kid's picture of the lady or whatever. The lady's kids like intimidated her or something. Um, and I was like, "This is that's not going to end well." I was like, "So I just expect I was I was partly in the the camp that they were he was Bel- Belichick was going to go down with the ship." And it was also in the fact that, um, you know, the only person that would ever let him go would be Kraft. And I think that's exactly what happened. Like, he just made... I don't know if Kraft is the right guy to release him. Kraft just got caught getting his dick beat by a bunch of Asian women. Yeah. I don't think... I don't I respect. Think do that. How can you not respect that? No, uh, but I get... So that's a big narrative going on in Boston right now is that Belichick and Brady wanted to keep Antonio Brown even after everything he did. Yeah. And that Kraft was like, no, we have to go because he was getting bad mouth. Yeah. I, just I mean, don't... now it's getting, but he's insane. He's like literally <laughs> insane. Antonio have you Brown. seen his stuff? Like he's, he's literally Charlie Sheen 10 years ago. No, he's like one yeah. step away from living with hookers and ha- having HIV. No, I don't buy it for a second. I think a hundred percent Antonio Brown started going out of his mind and Belichick was like, dude, this guy's got to go. It's crazy. I have a hot take about this. I think Belichick was like, this guy does not speak the same dialect as me because he read his text messages like, this motherfucker is never going to learn our playbook. So, so why, why would we keep it? He did have an illegible text message when he was texting that girl saying that she was lying. I read it. I was like, this is, this, sir, this would not hold up in court. It what said not, I, you, you couldn't tell it. You couldn't read it. It's, you could not read it. It didn't make any sense. It no. was, it was, it was literally, you know, how, you know, black people, they mush words together, like in text messages. I'm a, I'm a, like, I'm a, I am a, like all that shit. Like I'm a, I'm a, no, we, we got, I'm a, yeah, I just, I, I'm I don't know. I can't, I got like. Two words. It was like literally like reading. Like if you went to like Italian 101 and learned some Italian and then saw something written in Italian like a, a year later, you'd be like, oh, there's a word I know. And then you just keep going through the paragraph. And be like, oh, this is not the word I know. And that's it. It was like reading a different language. So what I don't even really know exactly what happened. Oh. But he basically said. Like, you put her in a group message with his lawyer? His lawyer, yeah. And, and a like, couple of his like boys. And, like, his buddies. And, like, ten of his friends, not even her friends. And <laughs> said, shut the fuck up, bitch, pretty much, or he, we're going to come Yeah, and you. he was like, she's poor. She's a poor idiot. Look how poor she is. And here's her kids with their fucking dirty feet. Like, that was basically what it was. Like, they got dirty feet. They're disgusting. Look at them. And, uh... Well, do they have dirty feet? Right? I'm sure they did. Well, if they have dirty feet, I yeah, mean, I don't. There's nothing wrong yet. Yeah. So I think my favorite, my favorite moment of this whole sequel is when he tweeted, "I won't be playing in the NFL anymore." That's like me saying, "Like, 
I'm not gonna pursue Rihanna or Beyonce anymore. <laughs> Sir, nobody. No, I don't think anybody would like to talk to you anymore. You're fucking insane. Literally, that is the Patriots signed you, and you were gone within 11 days. He he was like he kept the crazy down, and there was like so many of that the get out memes, like you know how like the black people turn like into like white peoples and like calm and the relax in that movie. He was like he was like that for like five days. Like I just want to work hard, want to play football. It's all about football while I'm here, and then like. All, he just fucking blew up. He went crazy. He, it's something with that guy. He's just nuts. My no, boy, there's yeah. not one person that's a good thing to say about him. My buddy I'm Will 80. Noonan, who's a oh, uh, I saw that Boston today. comedian, and he's he's on the Kumia show a lot. Yeah, he tweeted. Antonio Brown tweeted something. He was like, "Dude, he goes, how about you try to play for four teams this year?" And he quote tweeted it was like. We're going after four. Like, <laughs> like he four. loved it. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to one more team, get fucking thrown off that team, and go for another one, too. <laughs> Let's go for four. Where is he going now? I heard rumors he is going to go somewhere. There's no chance he's going anywhere. I think he's going to a team. Dude, I would. you know how mad I would be if he got to go to another team? Why? And like Because if he got to play a full season, like, say he went to Kansas City. No. But why? But why? Why couldn't he go there? Because nobody no would morals. care. They don't have any morals. They would love to have no, but like it has to be like a team who's a little more desperate. They are desperate. They can't beat us. Yes, they want. No, to... right now they think they can. They thought they could last year. Their defense is not good enough. Still, we have the best football player of all time, and we had the best the best football player in the league for a week, and it was it was an eternal high. I mean, uh, I... you... it was the a- I'm still calling the AB era of the Patriots the greatest era of all time. Stop it. No, he Do deserves a red jacket for that one that, week. That that. The media in Boston right now is calling Tom Brady a game manager again. <laughs> He's I game mean, manager. like, the guy has thrown for over 300 yards in every game. He's thrown for two or three touchdowns every game, and he's back to being a game manager. What makes you a game manager? That's like drop-offs to your running back. That's he's been makes- throwing bombs every single game. A game manager is a great quarterback. I, w- I love having a game manager as my quarterback. A I game manager him. won three Super Bowls. People forget that. The game manager Six. won the, f- the f- yeah, a-, a game manager won the first three, and then a guy that literally can carry a team on his back won the other three. Well, he won the last. A game manager won the, the, the St. Rams Super Bowl. Yeah. At least I the think he did. I don't remember that game. <laughs> I don't know. All I remember is your vomit on my back. What did you say, KP? The game manager beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship last year in their and in their abode in their that's, house. That's the most frustrating part. Is like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, the the AFC East argument is the biggest. It's the most pathetic argument of all time. Yeah. People still make it constantly. Well, they they look at it like they get six free wins a year, which is just not true. And, and they don't care that like the AFC East outperforms other conferences, like Buffalo. Right now it's three and zero, but like in past years they'd beat like, I don't know, they'd beat like Green Bay, but nobody would mention that. They wouldn't be like the Jets. The Jets won, uh, you know, won ten games a few times. They went to the AFC Championship two times. The Dolphins were good a bunch of times. Nobody ever mentions that like they beat other teams. The they Jets just think that they're they win zero games a the year. The Jets won the AFC Championship twice. In yeah, back to back years in this decade. So pretty much in this decade, an AFC East cha- team has been the. They might have been in every single AFC, AFC championship. Yeah, I think every single one. Yeah, I think so. You might be right. Unless the Broncos played somebody else. But I don't no. think so. I think they had to go through New England both times, and they won both times. So you're probably right. So 2010, I think, was... Yeah, I'm not going to look at it, but it was... This is right. This is a fact. These are facts. The AFC East has been in the in the uh, Super in the AFC championship 
this entire decade. Um, so fuck you. I don't know who I'm saying fuck you to. Everybody. I feel like that felt good. So did fuck you, you. Did you see Antonio Brown think he was in like, think he was Tommy Lee in 1988 destroying a five-star hotel? Like that had to have come up. Like, at, I mean, these little things are coming up now. Like that's not new. That was like, hey guys, like, Antonio Brown thinks he's fucking Axl Rose. Why is he destroying a hotel room? When did that happen? Who knows? Who knows? All I saw was a video of him smiling and laughing, throwing shit out a window. Like a psychopath. But he's it's got, like he's you got, just got too much money. He's got his life together now, though. He's, he, he's re-enrolled in school. And he's he, found God. He's about to be a philosopher. But, but if you push him, Terry, if you ride him. What school is he at? He went he's to the, the same school he went to, Central Michigan, right? He's, he's taking online classes. Yeah. I'll tell you this much. If, if, he came, if he could come back to the Patriots tomorrow, I want him to play. I love him. Yeah, I mean— I agree. I don't think there's a reason why he shouldn't— If he got cleared of the sexual assault stuff, and like all, the only thing he was in trouble for was like uh, being a dickhead and like ruining a hotel room— I think Belichick would take him back in a second, but Kraft would have to accept it. There's more to it. There's got to. There has to be. The federal investigators something have to be looking at it because we rode out with him for a week, and all Bill wants to do is give a big fuck you to the NFL. That's what I'm saying. He was like, he was literally ready to be like, I'll fucking go down with the ship. I do not care. Like this guy is. I think. Yeah, he would. He would die on this mountain. He's like, no, Antonio Brown is going to be hoisting that Vince Lombardi trophy (laughs) unless you tell me he cannot. All right, so if we win it this year, this AB, you know he's coming to the party. For he's sure. not getting a ring. No. No, what? he is. He, he cannot get a ring. Yeah. He no. touchdown. I guess so. But the, do you is... think that did they give Jamie Collins a ring when they traded him that year? I don't yeah. think so. I know that Bill Belichick distinctly did not give Terry Glenn a uh, Super Bowl ring in 2001, even though he was on the team the whole year. I have one question for you. Why do I know that? Because I just do, all right? Is how closely is Antonio Brown tied to Jeffrey Epstein? Now I am sure he was on the Lolita Express. I love the Lolita Express. <laughs> uh, why would they be ever tied together? <laughs> I'm just convinced that anything that happens now is all. It's all there. Illuminati. <laughs> it's all it Jeffrey Epstein. Antonio Brown was a great player, and then all of a sudden. Jeffrey Epstein gets arrested. Now he's not in the league anymore. <laughs> Tell me how that makes sense, Tony. Answer me these questions. This is right along your Bradley Cooper's gay take. That's a fact. Epstein wasn't hiding anything. He was like openly raping young people and kids. Antonio Brown's just walking in a room and nut on your back. Yeah, well, I, just, I still, I'm, I'm still for that move. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. That's a great move in all of our books. Great. I don't know about if we can say great, but... I respect his courage to just be like, yeah. she'll enjoy this. I, yeah. she, I don't even think he cares if she enjoyed it was the thing. She was just like, this is, this is hilarious. I'm going to do this. I loved, I loved her statement that she was, she was watching church on her iPad when he did it. Like, church. No, you weren't. You were yeah. <laughs> not watching church. You were watching Pornhub and everybody knows it. I haven't been to church and I for sure never watched church, but I feel like that's not when you watch church. I don't. Uh, my, gr- my, gr- my nanny used to watch Italian church on fucking on TV on Sunday, and I'd be like, all I'd want to do is watch Looney Tunes. This is for a while when I was a young, young kid, and I, I stayed at my grandmother's a lot, and I'd be like, this is just, this is the worst. I wish I had confidence ever. That's what this makes me feel like. I don't have any confidence, and I for sure don't have confidence enough. I don't think this is the place to bring it up. Well, yeah, I think it is. It's a little, you know, we're in it. It's a forum. But I don't think I would ever in my life have the confidence to be like, I'm going to jerk off. And I'm like, that's what I'm you do. were never all pro, to be fair. 
Yeah, and I think it's because I didn't have the confidence. Everyone yeah. knows I have the talent. Yeah. It was there. You look like you, you're a strong safety. All pro strong safety. I can't think of somebody that has more common with Antonio Brown than Tyler off the top of my head. Yeah. That's fact. Abs and everything. Yeah, it feels good. Um, good. You know, I'm back. Your complexion is eerily similar. Yeah. You get yeah. that Pisons. A couple Pisons. I just in the hospital time. I'm going to jerk off a nurse when she's cleaning my grandfather's bed. <laughs> what? what? Should we, did we not cover that? We covered that pre-show. Wait, what happened? Pop was in the hospital. I was oh, going to no. sleep over tonight. What, what, what happened in the hospital? Why is Pop in the hospital? Uh, he's, he, I mean, when you're a fucking 1,000, you get UTIs left and right. Oh, gross. I didn't even know guys could get that. Yeah, apparently he's sleeping around. Hold on. Yeah. I got to respect that. He's, a, what, he's, a, he, he's in an advanced age, isn't he? In 92. We have like four in-house nurses. They live there? No, they come in like once a week, each of them, different times. Turns out he's fucking them all. You try to haul at them? You ever try and haul at the nurse? The, the one that smokes cigarettes outside, I'm like, yeah. I could get this. Yeah, if she smokes, she pokes. You know yeah, that move. That is my girl. Yeah. Smoke cigarettes on a Sunday morning. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> She's dirty. <laughs> you don't smoke on a Sunday. That's church day. Oh, if, they, if, if, if they're neglecting him, I know some really good nursing home negligence attorneys. Reddick Moss, shout them out. I like all this. Well, Tyler's like, he, I mean, KP's one of them. He's like a billboard billboard attorney. Like if, you, <laughs> if like you hit something, like, oh, if you slipped at work, I will get you paid. KP, we'll talk off air, but I'm about to sue my company hard. Yeah. You can't sue. You can't sue. You can't sue that company, I don't think. Why? Why, why could you sue it? It's a, it's a kiosk. You can't sue a kiosk. Oh, the so kiosk? We shouldn't talk about this. What? We shouldn't talk about this. What about kiosks? No, about Tyler's lawsuit against his damn... <laughs> oh, I think I make some decent money. Yeah, I think so too. I think oh, at least pay off my college loans. They're like seven hundred bucks, but I could get rid of them real quick. How much do you think that that kiosk could pay you? One night's wages? Oh no, they own like twenty bars. Yeah, I, we're yeah. taking the whole thing down. <laughs> top, fucking from the top down. Yeah, I'm gonna tear you down. Um, so anyway, isn't it? Doesn't it suck that this is the second week in a row? Like talking about the Patriots hasn't even been a priority. Like there's <laughs> nothing even really. Like, you really like looking at it, you're like. All right, they won by fucking 48 points I, again. Well, I just really want to make this an anti-Gunner Olszewski podcast. It's br- like, I don't even know. Like, there's nothing really like, what are we going to talk about? Uh, oh, oh, the running game has struggled. So what? Like, who gives a fuck? They're winning by 48 points. Well, I am mad that they blew the fucking cover. And I was in a, a back to Charleston, back to me. Uh, I was in a, a, a barbecue drink down there. Had to be 45% Patriots fans there which was lovely we have a strong following down south a big hold and then so anyway so they're winning and everyone you could just tell like even non-patriots fans were like all game like the fuck my alexa just thinks alexa thinks i'm talking to it why it's a fucking robot that thing just it just listens to you yeah you bring up jeffrey epstein all of a sudden alexa starts <laughs> no, talking I'm popping, i've been listening all the fu- i've been listening <laughs> Uh, what you talking about, Tyler? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm right here, boy. It's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking Illuminati the other day, even though I don't know anything about it. But I saw Gwen Stefani on TV. I was like, that she eats babies. Like, there's no way. That girl looks exactly like she looked when I was in middle school, and I had a crush on her. She's the same person. Yeah, they, she eats was, babies. It no, was Jennifer Aniston. I mean, she has an age. She's aged a little bit. But she's but. aged a little bit. Gwen Stefani literally is a mirror image of Gwen Stefani at 21. Tom yeah, Brady, Tom Brady's aging in reverse. I'm convinced. Yeah, no, Brady is definitely looks better. But to be fair, like Jennifer Anderson, when she was like 22, she yeah. looked like 35. Like she didn't look like oh, that was a hot 22 year old. She yeah. looked like 
Oh, that's just a hot woman. Yeah, she was a classy like, she's been lady. A hot woman. Yeah, she wasn't forever. A, she was never a sex pot. No, but Brady for sure looks younger. Now. He's thinner, svelter, just toned. Not really toned. His cheekbones are like. They he's got like, he's got elite cheekbones. Yeah, but they look fake, like compared to his old. Oh, his face got re- he did mm. I, did, his face. I don't care. I don't will not hear of it. I will not hear of it. Tom Brady's not a surgery guy. He's a man's man. I bet you his hands are like stone, chiseled right. from granite. I wasn't supposed to talk about this, but I have a guy on the inside. What guy on the inside? A regular Dorito at ding? my bar. Regular his bar. nephew is Tom Brady's tutor. Tutor. What do you wait? What do you mean tutor? What the Tom fuck? Brady's kids tutors. Oh, his kids tutor. Okay, okay. Tutors kids. You, you left that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I have no good story. What, what else? That's <laughs> it. That's the whole story. I was gonna go with something, but then I realized I thought you the were only thing I've heard was that uh, that, that they're G- good students. No, G- <laughs> Giselle kind of runs the house, and Tom just kind of plays football. Oh, no shit! No shit! Damn it! <laughs> Everyone knows that. I thought I had to take for a second. She's like the mom, really, and he's just like, I'm going to go do some guy shit. I'm going to be honest for a second. I remembered. I was like, oh, I have this. And then I started telling her. I was like, I don't know. It's going to come out. It's going to come out one way or the other. Now you got to get into that. I that's always made needs, something up. It was on my Tom Brady's race. That needs to be our source, though, now. I think you need to kill that guy, and you need to be the tutor. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm the tutor. I'm the substitute tutor now. Like, t- like Tyler could go in there and start teaching algebra one. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, uh, I know the Pythagorean theorem. You know what's hilarious is I had a. I was. One of the cooks at my work today was asking me, like, she, it was pretty slow. So she's writing down sentences, and we're like, all right, now she's like, give me another example of a sentence with a verb in it, you know, so I could learn. <laughs> and I wrote, I wrote, uh, he writes a book. I wrote writes wrong. Yeah. I spelled it wrong. I was like, listen, I can't even teach you basic <laughs> English. Isn't it hilarious <laughs> that, like, when you were a kid and then you were in, like, the third grade and you're doing, like, your multiplication tables or, like, it gets to be, like, I don't know, like, 9 times 15. You're like, Dad, I need help with this. He's like, I don't know how to do this. I'd be like, you just be like, why is my dad so dumb? And he'd be like, I did that 400 years ago. I have a calculator now. I don't care about this. Yeah, you stop. And, and yeah, honestly, I, would, I, was, I was trying to do basic grammar, yeah. and I was, like, in my head, I was, like, really thinking, like, why is it he points, she points? Like, I really had to like think about how to explain it. I couldn't teach English. I, it didn't make sense to me why my parents were so dumb and didn't know things. I, I, but I, like doing word problems, I was like, Allie has three cats and Joe has two dogs. How many animals are there? And my dad would be like, I don't know about animals. I just I go to work and yeah. I, I build buildings. I was like, how can you build buildings but not know about dogs? didn't make any sense to <laughs> yeah. me. He calls you a fag and tells you to yeah. shut up. Just You're shut like, the fuck up and go to Little League. Nobody cares about this. I don't think that may, that's the answer, Dad. <laughs> You're going to be a fucking bricklayer all your life, you little prick. Yeah. Nobody cares how many fucking dogs there are. You'll be using that shit the rest of your life. That's what they always said. Yeah, nobody said that. They, they used to say that about cursive, too. I don't think they teach that anymore. I don't even know how to read it. He doesn't know how to read it. Well, <laughs> you don't know how to read even, English down there. Kid can't even read. The books are written. All the books are written pre-Civil War. All the law books. You could legally own a man. They are three-fifths a person. <laughs> three-fifths of a person. That's chapter one in law school in Arkansas. No votes counted for women and colors. You know Boston got voted, uh, so they did a, a tally. The most like racist city in America. Yeah, so what, it, what, it wasn't, well, technically, but the, the oh, stat, they, I think it's stat they used was they asked black people in like <laughs> ten different cities. They're like... Uh, yeah, that's like, racist. Basically, they asked him, like, do you feel comfortable in your city? 
And like it was, it was like Atlanta, New Orleans, Charlotte. Atlanta is a hundred percent black. New York, like all these other cities. I'm sure that, they're comfortable. It was like ten percent of black people didn't Atlanta feel comfortable loves, in their city. Loves black. That's fine. It's a great thing. Every other city in Boston, it was fifty percent of black people don't feel comfortable in Boston. Uh, what the study didn't show is that. Fifty percent of white people also don't feel comfortable. Like nobody <laughs> feels comfortable. Among. Everybody hates yeah. everybody. It's no the way one walks into a Dunkin' Donuts and leaves and was like, "Well, that went well." Yeah. Like that, I thought that was pleasant. Like no one has a good time in Boston. Everyone is uncomfortable. Everybody. It's a fucking chaotic city. We're angry at each other. It really is. It's just like everybody is out to just fight you and kill you. It's not even. I was, nobody wants to kill you, but they always want to punch you in the face. And I've always had punch in the face. Ability, like and, I didn't, I was never a, like I was not a tough guy. Like I'm not a, I'm, I was never out looking for fights. But like even in college, I was like my friends would be like, "What are we doing?" I was like, "I can't go in there. Those guys definitely want to punch me." And I'd like always be right. And they'd be like, "Why do these guys hate you?" I was like, "I don't know. That's just like the way I hold myself, the way I dress. I don't know what it is. They hate my guts." It's a weird. Like today, I was. I was it's a Boston work. thing. You can only learn that. I was driving to work, and you know when the the lanes merge, the zipper technique. Like it was yeah. two lanes down to one. Like there was nowhere to go. The guy next to me was fucking in a BMW, furiously not letting me in. Yeah. And then he, it was him and his wife. His It was a Muslim couple because the wife had the whole thing going on. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I just was like staring. I was like looking out the window, like turning my whole head, like staring at them, staring specifically at the wife in the passenger seat who eventually argued with her husband to let me in. Yeah. And then in my Whoa, rear view mirror. she got a beating, I'm sure. I see them doing the whole argument. And he's doing the whole, like, his arm is completely under, in front of her face going, he's coming around, cutting in, he's coming around, cutting in. And she's fucking, just let him the fucking, I was like. I, a woman, like. It made me so happy. Sh- shocking to me that a woman dressed in all that garb would uh, ever talk to a man like that. This is actually a huge thing. A lot of Muslim cous- uh, couples that move to America, yeah. women are breaking, leaving their husbands. I can see that. Because they're, they get here and they're like, I was married to you for 15 years. I'm 21. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done here. No, but it turns out like they're like, they're like, no, you're not allowed to treat us like that in this country. Hmm. And so women are coming here being like liberated, being like, oh, we've lived under this like Muslim rule of like, you're crazy fucking man. This is big. This is big on the Patriots. Yeah, A lot huge. of Muslim places. There are. But they're like, you, we've been living under your rule for all these years and then you come here and you're like, oh, you're not allowed to fucking talk to us like that anymore. Like, you have to treat us like we're actually people, you fucking assholes. It sounds like you're trying to capitalize on the movement. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm morning, Mia morning Khalifa. There's about one that ever mattered. <laughs> Who made less money than fucking... Your guy Gunner over there. She made three thousand dollars in the porn industry, and she's the most famous porn star in the last five years. She's quite famous. I think ISIS wants her head. That's probably one part of it. Uh, should we talk Patriot? We've already forty-five minutes in. I, I don't think we've discussed it. Uh, I don't even know how I'm going to write a summary for this episode. Who are they playing next week? They're playing at <laughs> Buffalo. That's a tough game. The undefeated you, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, well, you know, um, they're good. I mean, they have a great team, but I was in a wedding with Josh Allen, so I've already asserted what. Now. Over him. Yeah. What do you got? You, you were his best man? No. One of my good friends, I was at his wedding in Fireball, California. Is that the name of a place? Fireball? Fireball. Ball. B-A-U-G-H. Wait, That's a lame. I thought it was Josh Fireball. Allen go I would have been college. stoked about that. He went to Wyoming. I've already asserted dominance over him. He's a huge Tom Brady fan. Who isn't? Listen. Okay. All right. All I want to do is play this one thing as it is Buffalo Bills Week. No one. 
circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bill. And this bad boy. going down! My favorite guy ever. The guy loves it. He's dead now, but I love him. I mean, so, is Buffalo, like, everyone's like, oh. Undefeated. The spread is six points. Seven now. Seven Seems low to me. I mean, a lot of talk that Brady was slightly complaining that he's a little weak at receiver, which, to be fair, he is. I don't think so. I think that's, uh, I think it's a blasphemous to say he's a weak at receiver. He's been practicing all week. uh, What? Huh? Are you, what did you say? We have weak receiver? No, yeah, they, Tyler thinks we're weak at receiver. I disagree. You got Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman, and Philip Dorsett. We just no, won the Super Bowl. No, time out. Time out. I didn't know what Edelman practiced this week. He practiced the whole week. So that's a big factor because I thought he might have been out. And Jacoby Myers is coming on. Well, Myers, is, if you if that's the four, then we're fine at receiver. But if Edelman's out, it, it we drop drastically. Oh, yeah, of course. If Edelman's out, you're in big trouble, especially because they can't run right now. Sony Michelle, like when when Sony Michelle steps on the field, it's like okay, he's they're gonna run. So like nine people run right at the line. Nobody thinks they're gonna pass when Sony Michelle's in. When was the last time the Patriots didn't make the Super Bowl? Two thousand and fifteen. And who was on IR? James Devlin. Oh, or was Jesus. it two thousand? Yeah, sixteen. Whatever yep. year it was, it was, it was the year they lost to Denver. Yeah. 20- because Denver won it, and that was Peyton's last year, and he fucking hoopty hopped it. Uh, yeah. yeah, but they didn't have, but they didn't have a backup. The Patriots have a backup. Uh, so where did this guy now. come from? I read some weird thing like he was like a. He's a German. He's oh a yeah, German. he was like an F one visa or something. He, he can replace Devlin. I love Devlin, but he's he this guy this guy looks mean as fuck. He's a All he's that. he's played football for like four years, and uh, is he good? I'm sure he's not. I mean, I watched him play in preseason. He was like, he's good enough. Yeah. I mean, he's a fullback. What, what is there to do? You Bel- run through the hole first and hit the first guy you see. That's literally fullback 101. Belichick said he was the last guy in the roster and he was the last guy expected to make the team. Yeah. He was literally <laughs> man 90. I don't believe that. Gunner was the last person on the team, and that is just a yeah. fact. Gunner got cut, and then they were like, ah. We kind of feel bad. Like, let's bring him back now. Remember, yeah, they were like, Gunner's been cut. And everyone was like, oh, that's kind of sad. And they were like, wait, Gunner's not been cut. And it was like, it was like literally like Ali got up off the fucking, off the deck. <laughs> and now he's returning punts. And he gets, every time he catches a punt and doesn't call a fair catch, that guy gets crushed. Well, he, uh, yeah, he has not figured out the art of like finding a hole and attacking it or preserving your body at all. He's just like, I'm getting it and I'm running as fast as I can. Wherever I can. Like, literally, wherever his head comes down to look forward first, that's where he's going. There's no jukes. There's no fucking spin moves. He's like, this is the spot. I don't care if it's in, into fucking the, uh, the arms of the biggest guy on the other team. Doesn't matter. He's getting helmets in the knees, diving over people. He just, he gets like, he averages like two yards a return, and he gets fucking obliterated every time. But what are you going to do? Now, everyone's always after me, like, well, isn't it better than Julian Edelman doing it? I was like, no. No one's better than Julian Edelman. He's literally the best punt returner of all time. Yeah, nobody gets it. Everyone's like, but if he gets Whoa. hurt, but if he gets hurt. I don't care if he gets Listen, it's not about if he gets hurt. Football players play football. Bill Belichick said it, not me. That is a fact. Yeah. The same reason they had Gronk in on, on, uh, on uh, extra point coverage, if you, don't re- if you recall. Yeah, well, we also put Gronk in on the Miami Miracle last year. That was, that, that was awesome. That's the position he's played for 10 years. It wasn't his fault to fucking got by the other 10 guys. 
<laughs> he's supposed to be the last guy. And he was. He was the last guy. That is true. Yeah, and he still got ran by. What are you going to do? They show that all the time, like like uh, like on TV, that just like I don't know, like a fan video of it, and everyone's going nuts. I'm just like, it's so stupid. They like, picked the top 100 plays in yeah. NFL history that was on it. Of course, I mean, it, it was, was fine. a week 14 meaningless kick return. Was it week 14? Whatever it was, it was like yeah. week 13 or 14. It was it was it was it was not a, it was not a kick return. It was a fucking what do you call it? It was a kick return. Lateral plays. No, it was laterals and shit. Oh, whatever. It was the last play of the game. It was meaningless. To the to the overall season, it was it was good for Miami, and it was, it was annoying for me. Puerto Rico. It basically kept the Patriots from having home field advantage in the uh, the playoffs, though. No, that mattered. But it was better, I think, that they won on the road and won in Kansas City. It made it way better. God, what? A, oh, fuck Arrowhead. Yeah. I hate. I'm not scared of it. P- Patriots got the Chiefs in Foxborough this year. Will there be a game this year that a McCourty doesn't get a pick? Impossible. Devin McCourty gets all the interceptions. Just this, see this one last week. I was like, where's he throwing that? And there was literally nobody except for Devin McCourty there. And it was just like a lob ball to him in the middle of the field. I was like, the ball is just finding him. This, I mean, honestly, like, I don't think the Bills score. I don't think they score a touchdown. I don't see them scoring a touchdown. The Bills are, the fans are always jacked up, like, for the game. So the, the Bills always come out hot. Uh, the the Bills defense keeps getting better, and they're even they're better. The Bills are good. Yeah, they're good. Last like they're, they're good, good, but like the Pats haven't had a game yet. They needed to get up for. Yeah. Well, no, and, and but well, the they, Steelers they had to get up for. But they do. That's the difference. They yeah. do get up because Bill Belichick is the man. Yeah. So they, I mean, kinda, but I mean, you're playing they a snu- team that's literally tanking, yeah. and then they played a team with a third string quarterback, like. You can get up as much as you need to, but, every, but like they want to fucking put Buffalo in their place, and definitely after the Antonio Brown shit, they're like, "Oh, this offense, you know, you kind of do they need Antonio?" Blah 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 blah. blah no, it's a hundred percent. They're gonna go in. They're gonna. It's, spank it's a division Buffalo. game with the same record, and they definitely want to go in and fucking win and be ahead in the standings. Like that's definitely no joke. And I don't think fucking what's his face, Josh Allen, can read the Patriots defense. I was saying it last week. I was like. There is no fucking way Luke Falk, an air raid quarterback, can read the Patriots defense. I was like, I was like, he has no idea what he's doing. I was like, the Patriots are just moving around like one down lineman, zero down lineman, fucking eight defensive backs. Luke Falk was like, I don't, I this is in, this is not a, the same when sport. Was, I played in college. The last time, when was the last time a Patriots defense was better than the offense? Oh boy, uh, let's see, probably two thousand and three. Four, three? You think it was three or four? Yeah, 2003, I think, was the best, de- maybe the best defense they ever had. I think you could argue 2014 was pretty close. 2014? Yeah. 2014? Yeah, maybe. They were good. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, Hightower was in his prime then. Chandler Jones. Yeah, I know about Revis. And Collins. Collins. Although Collins, McCordy. again, with a ridiculous game, by the way. Collins oh. is the fucking he's man. Gonna be, he's, he's in defensive player of the year territory right now. Legit. It's crazy. He's got like 15 tackles, like six tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, two interceptions, a pick six. And got, I'll tell you who else is. I'll, I'll recite it to you. He's got 19 tackles, five assists, two and a half sacks, and two interceptions. Ooh. And a touchdown. Yeah. Dude, and like they haven't really unleashed him yet. Like they're playing him and he's they're blitzing and everything, but like they are going to start like Hightower, Van Noy, and 
and Collins are going to be coming at the middle. They're going to be madmen. Yeah. It's going to be chaos. Like, and Collins is making like one point zero nine million. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get so much money next year. Like, but if he sees how good he's playing right now, like, how could you ever say? No, he'll do. He'll take four million from the Patriots. Yeah, so he'd have to stay here for cheap. But my fear would be that they what? would trade like Hightower or something. No, what but I think is going to happen never. is that halfway through the season they'll give him an extension. Be like, hey, this is ridiculous. You're but having a good time. Here's well, the issue with that, though. Let's give you a bonus. Let's pay you, and let's move on. He can't do that. Yeah, he he's a little. He might have a little AB in him. Not yeah, like he'd no. go crazy, but I think that once he gets money, he pro he he like he. He lays down. What did he do in Cleveland? He was terrible. No, but he said he's a father now. Yeah. Well, and he's it changes, like changes everything. He's a father now. It changes everything. That's what he said. He, I don't know if you guys are reading interviews, but Belichick fucking loves this guy. Yeah. Belichick said he sees things on the defense before Colin sees things before Belichick sees it. And, you know, you could say he likes to, he loves to pump up his players. I mean, he let's does face it. for sure. But at the same time, like, I think Collins is a different guy now. I think he's oh, I, I think he probably could have got more money out of where elsewhere yeah. and was like, fuck it. A yeah. million dollars is good money. Yeah. And, and he just made 50 in Cleveland. And yeah, and I can fuck it. I have my money and I just want to play football and not want to fucking murder people. Yeah. Like he's enjoying himself and he, he has a kid. Let's not forget that. Yeah, let's, let's not forget it. I mean, he is the most athletic guy like I've ever seen. So it's just great to have him back. I love the fact that like Bill Belichick is like traded guys or he like let Chung leave. Or, like, traded Dion Branch, and he's, like, thinking about... Not that Dion Branch is bad here, but, like, Chung and Collins. Collins was okay, but, like, would never... Like, he was just, like, acting up his last year, so he was like, fuck this, get out of here. Chung was legitimately terrible when he was on the Patriots the first time. They play, they fucked Chung up. Yeah, they didn't know, how, like, how to play him at all. I love the fact that, like, they'll change their defense, and Belichick's just, like, thinking for, like, years. He's like, you know who would be great now? And he'd be like, let me get Patrick Chung back. Now he's like the one of the best safeties in the league. And he's like, you know what would be great in this kind of defense that we're running? Jamie Collins. Dude, I'm not convinced that Collins couldn't be our tight end. Yeah. <laughs> Collins could legitimately catch 10 touchdowns a year at tight end. Like, he's that athletic and, like, he's perfect for it. Like, why yeah. couldn't you just flip him and be like... You play both ways now. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him. Uh, who would cover him? I don't know. He's, he's fast. That he's he's athletic. he's definitely thickened up over the years. Like he was way thinner when we yeah. first got him because he played like safety at college and like at and Southern they, Miss. When he first, when the first year he played on the Patriots and he came in yeah. and played in that playoff run, he was like an outside linebacker coverage specialist. Yeah, like that's all he did. But he's he super was, fast. He was a freak. Yeah, and then. So I think, and they always said that he used to cover Gronk in practice, yeah. and he used to lock down Gronk. Like, if he's the only guy who can lock down Gronk, flip it and run Gronk's routes. No, there's no way he fucking locked down Gronk. You don't think Br fucking Gronk would run right past uh, Gronk Prime running by? He wouldn't be. No one would stop him. Dude, Collins is the only Collins and Chung were. Chung not as much, but Collins, I can definitely see him covering Gronk. I can see Chung. I can see Collins is a fucking freak, dude. Chung Collins battling isn't him. Even the best player on his defense right now. You got you got old, old Gilly. That's the well, best yeah, I mean Gilmore uh, might be the best defensive player in the league. He's a, the problem with that is he doesn't get any stats because nobody throws it at him. He, I, just, I, uh, he just blocks people down. 
I love last week that Robbie Anderson, that fucking absolute nobody slob, talked shit. Was like, well, yeah, he holds some of the time. So I was just like, you know, he's getting eliminated from the game. What a dumb fucking. I was like, you are a below average receiver. You're not even like I wanted him to get the Freddie Mitchell treatment. You know, like after the Patriots won the Super Bowl and against Philadelphia a bunch of years ago, uh, Freddie Mitchell was like their number two receiver right behind Terrell Owens. And um, he talked a ton of shit before the game. was like, ah, they're not that great. Rodney Harrison's a bum, like all this shit. And he went and had zero catches, and Rodney Harrison lit him up. And then uh, they asked Bill Belichick. This is the only time he's ever, like, gone out of character. They asked him after the game, like, what do you think about Freddie Mitchell? He's like, uh, we were happy when he was in the game. He's probably the worst receiver in the league. He's terrible. <laughs> he's terrible. <laughs> we I were mean, happy when he was playing. Who is the uh, – oh, it was the Patriots. Whenever they played Baltimore and they missed – uh, whenever the kicker missed the field goal to like beat the Patriots, yeah, but they kind of didn't they call it good. Oh, no, it, no, no, that was against it was at home. Ma- Derek Mason, yeah. Derek. It was the Patriots, and Mason like catches the ball down the or whatever. The the Baltimore gets a flag against the Patriots, they move the ball down, it's in the and he's talking shit to Belichick, yeah. And Belichick turns and goes, Fuck you, Mason, you made a catch all fucking game, you fucking loser. <laughs> like, just Look at the him. scoreboard. Can you see the scoreboard, Mason? Yeah. He's like, you haven't done shit all game, Mason. Like, you just know that. Like, Belichick really just does fuck have you. fire. Like, he really does. He was screaming. He was, he told, he said, uh, he told Adam Thielen to go fuck himself last year. That was awesome. Oh, that was, that's when I knew we were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Bel- Bel- Belichick on fire on a football field. Like, he's such an unassuming guy. Like, he's just like an older man now, and he's still telling fucking elite athletes in peak condition to go fuck themselves. And you know the players must fucking love that. Oh, like, my God. They must see go your coach nuts. Look at one of the best players in the team and tell them to go fuck themselves. Like, know. you know, no one's doing that. Pete Carroll's not doing that. No, Pete Carroll's a baby boy. He's a, such a pussy. He's a pansy. There's so, no good coaches in football. No, there's, there's three. is the most overrated coach of all time. Sean Payton's a good coach. Yeah, offensively. I like Sean Payton. Only strictly like the one of the big things I like about him is that they did that thing where they're like take other people out. Like what was that thing called? Oh uh, Bounty Gate. Yeah, Bounty like, Gate. Like that's like yeah. Who's the who's the fucking defensive coordinator for the Jets now? It's what you should be doing. Yeah. Though. Like that's the whole like the Patricia O'Neill joke. Yeah. Where you like well, like after like we would do the paralyzed dance. Like yeah. we paralyze a player, we'd do the fucking <laughs> dance over him. He goes, He's nice paralyzed. <laughs> The next game, like someone's mama would be holding up the socks. They'd be like, Whose socks are those? Oh, those are the socks of the guys who paralyzed last week. Last week. Here's the socks. You can't walk no more. You don't need these, boys. You don't need so- that was like, okay. That's football. And that's what is happening. Outside of the Chiefs, who's the biggest threat to the Patriots? There is none. Uh, I was about to say, that's what I was thinking. Brady, I guess. Yeah, an injury. That's the only. There's the Chiefs and an injury are the only two things. Like, I think. The Chargers don't look as good as they did last year. Baltimore looks better, but I I would tell you right now that Lamar Jackson would never, will never beat the Patriots. No. Never. That team is good, but, like, their defense isn't as good as it used to be. Their their offense is sneaky better. Yeah. They have a good offense, but they're, like, more of a balanced team, but their defense used to be the problem, but it's not as good. I promise you Lamar Jackson cannot beat the Patriots. And the, I mean, Houston's okay. Oh, yeah, Houston's good. Tennessee's okay. Tennessee stinks. The Colts are okay. No, there's nobody else. It's 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 the Chiefs again, which will be the Super Bowl. The Chiefs Patriots is the Super Bowl again. You know what I mean? Like, and then the play. I don't even know who come out of the NFC. There's no one good in the NFC. The Saints. The Saints will come out of it. 
Saints without are Bree- fine, but they're not, gr- they're not great. Like they're beatable. the Saints, the Rams, the Packers. I guess look okay the Rams, now. The Packers are, are playing the, the Eagles. Tight. The Eagles aren't good. The Eagles are. The yeah, Eagles don't look great right now. The, the Cowboys. The look Bears decent. don't look. Yeah, I guess the Cowboys look pretty good. They put. They're playing uh, at home this year. The Patriots. Uh, Cowboys, a couple weeks. We'll see what that's all about. I would love nothing more than for us to just take Jerry Jones and just squish him. I have no doubt that Dak Prescott cannot, uh, will not be able to quarterback his no. team past the Patriots. I mean, he, he's that's a game where he throws three interceptions. Like yeah. he is the worst. Like the you ever bet on Dak Dak Prescott? No. I'm gonna say a few times I might have lost year. Maybe a good <laughs> eight to ten because two years ago they were fourteen and two, yeah. and then you think, oh, they're gonna go fourteen and two. And then they fucking suck because Dak Prescott is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Yeah, he's really line. not great at all. He's got, uh, a, I mean, his offensive line is probably the best in the league. He's got one of the top three running backs in the league. He's got two really good receivers, a good defense. Uh, he just has to be there. I mean, they're, oh, he's not, I would never say he's going to beat Tom Brady, especially not in Foxborough. No, he's, he's average at best. I, and they I, shut that run game down easily. Yeah, and I'm Their struggling. Their D-line is yeah. good. The Patriots' defense, like, barring any injuries, this is going to be the best defense they've ever had. And we Not all say, more. there's an old saying in football that says, defense wins championships. Am I right, Falcon? Facts. I meant to say folks. Um, anyway, like, the, def- the defense has given up zero touchdowns this year. Zero. They would have had two shutouts in a row. If for if not for Gunnar Olszewski and Jared Stidham, back to back shutouts, an outrageous streak in an NFL geared towards passing and offense. Have they allowed six points? They've allowed three points this year. They have three zero and and fourteen, but the, there was zero points on the defense. Wow! Three, they wow. haven't even allowed five hundred or six hundred yards yet. I'm sorry. Yeah, five hundred ninety-seven. I don't yards. see honestly. I this game like we're looking at like this is a this is a twenty-four to three game. Like there's no chance Buffalo is going to be in this game. Like they're just not going to be in the especially after what Jared Allen or whatever his name is, Josh Allen, dumb Allen, fucking did to him last year when he did that scramble and ran for the touchdown for like forty-two yards or whatever, and the game was close and Brady had to come back and win. Like they're not going to be in this game. I think you're the thinking defense, about Mitchell Trubisky. No, Jared Allen did too. No, Josh Allen was terrible against the Patriots last year. He was not very good at home. He had that one rush down the sidelines too. No, we didn't. He he had a. We played them on Monday night in Buffalo, and it was a backup quarterback. And then they play when they played in Foxborough. He was the quarterback, and he was terrible. Well, they're gonna spank. I I just see I I see twenty four to. I think points are gonna come be hard to come by. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say it's going to be Patriots 24, Buffalo uh, 10. Buffalo gets the finally the first touchdown on the Patriots. No chance. Yeah. I, I mean, it's on the road. It's a good three, two, three and O teams. Uh, the Pats haven't had to get up for a game. They, uh, the they get up for gonna, every game. The defense is going to be hungry. That's why, that's why they're the best dynasty ever. Bill Belichick just says some monotone shit, and they just all get fired up about it. Yeah, they do. What do you got for a score, KP? 27 to... The Patriots score 27, and I think they'll score 7. I give them Dude, 7. If you, if you don't think the Pats can cover in this game, like this is easy money. A they, 3-0 that, Buffalo team at home? Get the fuck out of here, you loser franchise. Like You're going you're gonna to lose. 
It's over. It's like being Arkansas playing out. Like, oh, well, yeah, language, were, language. Oh, am I oh, sorry? Did you, <laughs> did you beat Tennessee State this year? No, we lost. To, no, fuck no, we couldn't beat Tennessee. We lost to San Jose State last year. You couldn't beat Tennessee? I know we couldn't beat Tennessee. They're saying there's a there's a joke going around that Arkansas and Tennessee should play in the SEC championship parking lot to see who the worst is. <laughs> it's a terrible Southern joke. Uh, they tell it fucking Piggly that, Wiggly. That's actually funny. The funniest thing we've heard all week. That's hilarious, <laughs> dude. Ten, in my lifetime, Tennessee was elite. Peyton Manning was the quarterback. They won the national championship. I'll tell you yeah, the game to go to. Who? Philip Fulmer was their head coach. Yeah. Is that the game you want to go to this year if you're a Patriots fan? What? Patriots at Washington. Yeah, that'd be a good one. It's like mid-October. That's a, I mean... Washington talk. stinks. Why would you ever want to go to Yeah, that? I wouldn't want to go to Washington. I don't even know if there's they any... They won't play there for eight... That, they'll be the last year they played in that stadium. Why, are they going to make a new one? They, Who cares? It's the worst place of all time. But isn't it somewhat new? Didn't they build that in the 90s? I don't think so. Did they? I think so. Diggs didn't... He won a couple of championships, right? Down there? No, was that, that was like the eight. Yeah, they won championships in like the early '90s and late '80s, but it was a different stadium. They moved to Virginia sometime. Some I don't know, but anyway, um, yeah. So what did I say? Twenty-four to ten. Um, I don't think they score a touchdown. I think the defense holds tough again. I bet you they have three interceptions or two interceptions. Um, I mean, they're just tougher right now than anybody. When and, is Tom Brady gonna throw? Have a turnover? Is that ever gonna happen? Not this game. You could. It, I mean, if it's going to be, this is a good, good team. The Buffalo Bills defense is good. Like Tre'Davious White, Tre'Davious White could easily shut down, uh, like Josh Gordon in this game. Who's their D line? I don't know. Like, if they get any pressure, they got that Ed Oliver guy who's really fucking good. Yeah, he was like the number they're one. They're a wild card team. They can. They'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, they'll be a playoff team. No, they stop that. They'll be a play. Their who's, defense is really good. Who's gonna beat them? The fucking the Houston, Rapples. Kansas City, and okay. ten. No, Houston, uh, Indianapolis, and Tennessee are all making the playoffs. Tennessee, Indianapolis. Indianapolis, Indianapolis is good. Indianapolis, get, I don't know about good. Good is good. Is a you think lot. Jacoby Brissett can bring them to the playoffs? Jacoby Brissett hasn't thrown a pick yet. He's fucking legit. He's legit, all right. Uh, he's as good as fucking Josh Allen. Yeah, maybe. And he's better than Mariota. He's better than Mariota stinks. He's better than any of the quarterbacks in the AFC East. He's better than. He's better than Andy Dalton. He's better Donald's than Donald's good. Big Ben's backup. He's better than fucking. He's as good as Lamar Jackson. Like, yeah, J- Brissett's not bad. Brissett's I like Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's good. How about enough. how about all the Boston sports guys saying, "Can you believe they traded Brissett yeah, for, after for two years of him blowing, and all of a sudden he's he, having he, he had was, two good games, and he should be Brady's backup." Dumb Ben Volan the yesterday was like. Brissett's arguably a top 15 quarterback. I was like, he was the number two quarterback on his own team a week ago. No shit. He was, he's fucking, this guy is, Dude, I fucking attack that guy relentlessly on they Twitter. They deserve every second of it. The fact that any of these fucking dirty, these scumbags, these lazy, fat fucking go home to your fucking not make your wife come losers and your fucking <laughs> hey, dumb. Hey, easy. There's a lot of those around here. <laughs> your dumb Boston Globe job. Like, go fuck yourself and you think, Oh, let me go home and criticize Belichick because he fucking someone needs to hold that guy in chain. No, you fucking don't. He owes you nothing. Below sir. that, yeah, go home and just praise him like yeah. every fan in Boston wants you to because that's what we all think. Yeah, you, the fact who that you think the, you know anything more than Belichick. Who was the buffoon today that was talking about 
how Tom Brady is on a steady decline. Oh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> there was a guy there was a guy on it was Bucky Brooks, who's like literally an NFL.com scout. Like he scouted for teams. He's like, I think if Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl, which these two things are it's a it's it's like a, a, an oxymoron what he's saying. He's like, if the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year and Tom Brady's play keeps declining, then he'll 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 retire. I was like, first of all, his play hasn't declined. And how can you win the Super Bowl with declining quarterback what, play? What do they mean decline? His passer rating is like 118 and a half. He's, one, he's, he's rated the number one quarterback in the league. Dude, he's about to be the most, he's about to have the most all-time yards and touchdowns. the most all-time touchdowns. I can't Even wait. Even though he technically already does because yeah. the fucking playoff numbers don't count, but yeah. whatever. If yeah. you want to go by your gay fucking rules. It's going to be interesting to see what the NFL does when he breaks that touchdown record. Dude. They literally, they fucking drove a horse into, the, remember fucking at Denver when Peyton Manning did it? They shut down the stadium, fucking horses came out, they had fireworks, it was insane. This really is, we just have to start this is how we should have started the podcast, by the way. We yeah. fucked this whole thing up. We just holding back. We just got real angry about Brady. Let's start it over. And then coasted into fucking Tony getting fucked on a $700 <laughs> check. But no, the, the Brady shit is really, it's infuriating. Like, why are you trying to take so much away from a guy who's played so, and it's like, oh, the big debate is, uh, is Belichick the guy or is Brady the guy? Who gives a fuck? What? They both have six championships. Yes. I had a hot tweet uh, yesterday. I got million retweets and I'm going to bring it up here right now. I you guys it. can all follow it at, at at Brady Disciple or at Malcolm Go Pod on Twitter. I had a uh, tweet too but I'll tell you right after. Yeah. You're oh. skipping the most major thing ever before you get to this. Okay, what? You had beef with fucking Ricky Williams. Oh my <laughs> god, I forgot all about it. Oh my god, I forgot all about it. So, that's so funny that you bring that up. I don't even know if anybody's going to get to this part of the podcast. We're an hour and 12 minutes in but uh, fucking... The Ricky Williams, the football player, the great Heisman running back, winner. University of Texas Heisman Trophy winner. So I was made a joke because it was it was to the tweet that Antonio Brown. See, this is this is the problem with not prepping for these things anymore. I used to prep for like three hours before each one, and uh, you know write down a ton of notes and shit. Now I just don't do it. I just wing it, and I think everybody can tell. So um, anyway, we were I was just being silly. Like Antonio Brown wrote like, "Oh, Kraft got caught in the parlor." A.B. gets fired. It made no sense again, whatever. Just a silly thing, but he said he made a joke about Kraft getting jerked off. And I was like, Antonio. I was like, Antonio, this this idea of you coming, I was I forget what the tweet was. Like, basically, like you coming back is starting to look worse and worse. Like, it was a stupid joke because, like, you made fun of Kraft. And all of a sudden, Ricky Williams, like the Ricky Williams tweeted at me, was like, we have good health insurance, though. And I was like, I didn't get it. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So I was just like, Ricky, what are you talking about? He was like, I was like, oh, no. I said, why is Ricky Williams trolling me? And he goes, he's like, can you troll a troll? I was, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was making a, I said, I was making a joke about him saying Kraft was getting jerked off. And um, then he quote tweeted me. He was like, oh, I quote, I was just joking. It's something that somebody says when they know they're wrong. And I was like, first of all, dummy, you can't call, you can't quote something and then say the wrong thing that's the you're you're quoting my tweet it's right there just use the actual tweet you dummy and then he blocked me and I, then i went on a little rant about it why was i getting trolled by ricky williams he didn't make any sense so goddamn high smoked himself retarded make no sense like he came at me he tweeted at me i didn't go hey ricky williams you dickhead no, and it was at like fucking 6 a.m yeah 
We were going at it. I was like at work. I'm like, why is Ricky Williams talking? Like, fuck you. Yeah, I was just as confused. I didn't know what the fuck was going on in that whole exchange. No, I was ready to get deep too. I was like, you quit football because you could, you had to smoke weed like a fucking 12. No. Like you were a 12 year old. Like you quit your Pop Warner teams. Like I want to go get high with my friends. I mean, we're being honest. Ricky Williams was my boy, and I love the fact that he quit to smoke weed. Because he quit because he was like, listen, yeah, I'm good. Like, think about it. Would you show up to work your dad's office on Tuesday if you made $13 million? He'd be no. like, I'd probably coast the rest of my life. Like, yeah. That's what he did. He goes, I made enough money. Like, I'm going to smoke weed. And then he was like, oh, fuck it. I'll come back because I guess I feel like it. But he didn't need to. I mean, I love Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams is one of my His, favorite I, running backs of all time. And the fact that you had an altercation with him. And it didn't even go that He had bad. an altercation with me. Like I said, which goes back to the I have a punchable face thing. Like, I'm, yeah. it's, I'm just sitting there and Ricky Williams comes at me. I'm like, first of all, Ricky, I wasn't even talking to you. And then now you're all of a sudden you're jumping on me like I'm fucking anti-health insurance or something. I'm going to be honest. It made, no, he was arguing like outer space. Like I, I, He had to be high. It was like I was talking about chicken and he was talking about fucking broccoli. It made no sense. I was just like, we're not in the same realm. Like it, none of this makes sense to me. No, I agree. Is, is did wrong? you follow along that thread? I followed it and I was confused. How could you not be? And I was like, Ricky, you're making no but sense. I, but I love Ricky. And then he said, his, <laughs> "You were, you won the whole argument." Of course, but, that's why he blocked me. But I love because he was like, "Oh, I'm, I think I'm an idiot." Because then I like, I just kept tweeting. I was like, "You, you his name on Twitter is like Ricky the Laureate." With the Laureate is like a person that gets an award for. Something, uh, you, you know, smart, like a Nobel Prize winning laureate is what you are. And I was like, you're the dumbest person on this application right now. Like you're arguing nonsense and you make no sense and you're probably high as shit and none of this making sense. And I'm di- like, and then he just blocked me. But whatever. I won the argument. I, I kind of wanted it to go viral because he was such an idiot. But I don't you, think anybody cares about Ricky Williams anymore. It's a problem. What are you saying, KP? Gronk. Gronk. It, he did the same thing, Ricky. Did he quit to go smoke pot and chew CBD gum? I'm he did CBD. He he quit because he was hurt, and plus he won three Super Bowls. He didn't have anything to prove. Ricky Williams <laughs> was the back. best running back in the league. He was like, ah, I'm just gonna go get high. Ricky Williams was like gangster. When so he anyway, he, and then what was I else gonna say? Oh yeah, my other tweet was uh like um what's his name? Fucking Trey Wingo and everybody was like, oh my god, he's the best quarterback I've ever. Seen. Ryan Clark said he's already better than Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, and I made a tweet. I was like, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have been beating the, quote, best quarterback I've ever seen since 2001. Seriously. And you named off a bunch. Yeah. And that is spot. I mean, just in the last five years, I mean, it's. It, tell me luck. how many times, like, everybody was obsessed with fucking Peyton Manning. How obsessed everyone was. It can't miss Andrew Luck, Brett Favre. Uh, greatest thing you've ever seen can, can run and throw uh, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is the most overrated Mike quarterback Vick. in I NFL am so history. Sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers. He can throw the ball far. Yeah, he is the most overrated quarterback in NFL history. He's two and zero against Mahomes. I mean, we're fucking. What, how, many how many more guys? How many he, more best quarterbacks you ever seen? Does he have to beat? But how many times can the best quarterback of all time not make the playoffs? Like Rodgers, yeah. like get your team up. Like part of being quarterback is like. You're, you're the guy everyone on the team kind of looks towards. Yeah. And Brady is that fucking guy. Like, Tom Brady. You never heard of one player ever who played with Brady badmouth him. Never one fucking player. No. People want, don't Love want to play him. with Rodgers all the time. Like, I think it was all, it was like, it was fa- like James Harrison was pretty famous. Was like, I wanted to hate him so much because I was a Steeler all those years. And then I came back and I was like, I came to New England. I was like, I, this guy's the best. I love him. Like, he's like, I love this man. Uh, so anyway. 
Yes, that that tweet. He's just a fucking. That's he's what he, he's just a fucking man who wants to yeah. win fucking. Oh. He just wants to win football God games. Damn, do I love Tom Brady? And at work. And fuck all the Boston media can really go suck my dick. This is where you find if you want to listen. When the Patriots start getting into tough games, this is where you want to go for your Patriots uh, knowledge. Not anywhere else. It's the only uncensored Patriots podcast, the Malcolm Go podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Malcolm Go Pod. Me on Twitter at Brady Disciple. Tyler, you're at maybe it's Tyler, right? Yeah, I had a hot tweet. My hot tweet of the week was uh, was uh, ironically socialists have happened to be the worst tippers. Yes, I had a guy this week <laughs> talk socialism in front of me for 20 minutes. Both of them, they're talking about socialism. One guy was like, "All right, I'll pay for the beers." Yeah. He left forty dollars. Right? He got up and left before the bill came. Yeah. The other guy sitting there, this is right next to me. The guy sitting there goes, "All right, I'll, I'll take care of it." The bill was $30. He left $3 and took seven of his fucking do- $7 from his friend. <laughs> his friend left 40 He left with seven. You're a socialist fucking asshole. All you're talking about is a working class guy. I'm right in front of you, you fucking dickhead. I'll take like, the change. I, I'm not. I don't have health insurance. Give me your fucking... All right, no, you take it. You I'll fuck. take the change. Uh, take your friend's money, you fucking scumbag. And then Tyler probably went to the Elizabeth Warren rally that night. How'd you know? This fucking guy. <laughs> I'm a Bernie. All right, boys. Bernie. Uh, we've gone well over our time, hour and 20. Uh, until next week, it's Go Pats. Hey, make sure you follow and uh, tweet us and, you know, uh, subscribe to us. We're on Spotify now, by the way. Bet so, the Patriots, you idiots. Malcolm Go Podcast. And uh, subscribe, rate, tell your friends. Let's go. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Started seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We're on three. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to the Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over, and the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The best team of the Hey! Did it! I love you, man. Did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You work your ass off. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.